0: Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News, KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find our podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio, or you can also find those on our webpage, again, at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely. Of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good to talk to you, friend. It's good talking to you as well. And I want to talk to you a little bit before we get started here on the on the segment sure. about Jerusalem. You have a Sunday morning service, and that's at ten, correct? Yes. And something new. Something new.
1: Yeah, as of uh, last week. So, um, so. Yesterday, we had the second of our services uh, on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., and uh, this is just to kind of accommodate as best we can the people who want to go to an extra worship service or had trouble showing up on Sunday mornings or whatever. And uh, if you'll remember, since you and Marsha and your uh, granddaughter and great-granddaughter were there, uh, that um, we had about 10. Well, we'd like to invite some
0: people, too, as well, Uh, people who uh, would like to visit us for a minute. Day worship service. Uh,
1: sure. 7 o'clock on Wednesday night so um, and it's not too long 40 to 45 minutes it depends on how long the preacher preaches
0: yeah <laughs> well that, that's never too long though you always do a great job too I really appreciate it so you're right there off of Collinsville Road and the easiest way I guess to say to find it is uh, if you know where Cruda Bakery is you turn right about there uh, right. and there's a parish restaurant
1: it's right across the street from us Yeah. and uh, they are right across the street from Cruda Bakery right and and uh, so you know that's that's pretty accessible too. Uh, if you want to go the other way, uh, you can get on Collinsville Avenue, which is the name of our street, mm-hmm. off of Main Street.
0: Yeah, and in Collinsville, there the church is between Main and St. Louis Road. There uh, on right. the Collinsville,
1: Collinsville Avenue, and Avenue. Yeah. Collinsville Avenue only runs like three blocks, so yeah. we're the only church in Collinsville Avenue. Yeah,
0: cool.
1: <laughs> so, so if you hit the street, you found the church. Yeah.
0: What's on your mind to talk about today? Well, you know, this Sunday is Holy Trinity
1: Sunday. That used to be a much bigger deal in our Christian calendar than it is now, because uh, years ago when we had the other hymnal and had uh, slightly different approaches to following the Christian year, the Sundays uh, after Trinity were always numbered. Uh, it was Trinity Sunday, first Sunday after Trinity, second Sunday after Trinity, and sometimes it went like 26 Sundays after Trinity. So so you always remember that that was the last great festival day in the calendar before we went to uh, regular time, (laughs) which was just counting the Sundays after Trinity to get you all ready for Advent, which in turn gets you ready for Christmas. So uh, we're going through that transition this week. Uh, Now we number those Sundays after Pentecost, and so Trinity Sunday now in our calendar is the first Sunday after Pentecost for what it's worth. But uh, Trinity Sunday... And uh, so we're talking about the Holy Trinity, and I found an interesting place where there's a connection with a hymn that talks about the Trinity. So uh, so I'm gonna, we're going to go into that today.
0: Okay, sounds good.
1: All right. I'm do a little bit of history with you first. There were three major Jewish festivals each year that required the people of, uh, to travel to Jerusalem to celebrate. And they could be traveling miles and miles. For instance, we hear the story of the travels of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus for the Passover celebration when Jesus was 12 years old. If they had to travel a long distance or a short one, there are 15 what are called Songs of Ascent in the Bible's Book of Psalms. There's Psalm 120 to 134. Uh, And they're written for travelers uh, to sing as they went up to Jerusalem, hence a sense. Uh, one of them, probably one of the more familiar ones, is Psalm 121. And that psalm ends with the promise, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Um, so this idea of remembering as we travel and singing God's praises, and you know, even having the Psalms there, remember the Psalms, the book of Psalms, was, was the hymnal. Uh, to people in Bible times, so they knew these songs pretty well. Um, So that was was the, the biblical format. There have also been several hymnals that have contained many songs for travelers to sing. For instance, the hymns for Christian Melody, published in 1857, including 15 songs written for sailors to sing. And interesting, yeah, you know? sure. Sailors are, you know, just hanging around on the sea, and maybe it would be better for them to. I don't know what sailors <laughs> do. Maybe they do sing hymns. Maybe, but but that was one of the reasons why this hymnal was put together. I know, for instance, that we have a hymnal for those in the armed forces, yeah. and I could imagine when you're in that particular assignment, uh, singing hymns for somebody who's a Christian believer would be a very uh, positive possibility for how they would spend their evenings, or maybe sometimes just during the days, singing hymns that are familiar inside of their minds, inside of their uh, memories. Mm -hmm. The most famous of the hymns uh, in this hymns for Christian Melody is the hymn Eternal Father Strong to Save, and that's in our hymnal too. also known as the Navy Hymn because it became the anthem for the Naval Academy at Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, This was one of Franklin Roosevelt's favorite hymns. It was sung at his funeral, and it was also sung at the funeral processional for John F. Kennedy in 1963. (laughs) Now, Roosevelt was the assistant secretary of the Navy before he became president. Kennedy was a Navy veteran in World War II, so there's some good reasons why there was connections back to the Navy to both of these presidents. Eternal Father Strong to Save is also known as the Armed Forces Hymn because its first three verses were written to give testimony to the safety of our travels provided for us by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And you can see that these first three verses are attributed to the power to save from the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The first verse gives thanks to God who owns the world and everything in it. And it goes like this. Eternal Father, strong to save, whose arm hath bound the restless wave, who bids the mighty ocean deep, its own appointed limits keep. Oh, hear us when we cry to thee for those in peril on the sea. A connection between Father and Sea. Uh, second verse tells us about God the Son, who came to earth as God's word in human flesh and blood. So Jesus becomes the, uh, this is the fancy theological word, incarnation, which means the flesh and blood of, of God himself among us. And so uh, the idea of the second verse of this hymn is to talk to us about the significance and importance of God being present in the material world in which we live. And it goes like this. O Christ, the Lord of hill and plain, o'er which our traffic runs amain, by mountain pass or valley low, wherever, Lord, thy people go, protect them by thy guarding hand from every peril of the land. Then comes the third verse. It tells us about the Holy Spirit, who was there on the first day of creation, and I'm quoting Genesis, as he was hovering over the face of the waters. That's verse 2 of Genesis chapter 1. So there's a reference to the presence of the Holy Spirit in the second verse of the Bible. And this one talks about uh, the Spirit's presence in the air around us. O oh, Spirit, whom the Father sent to spread abroad the firmament, O oh, Word of Heaven, by Thy might, save all who dare the eagles' flight, and keep them by Thy watchful care from every peril in the air. It's interesting that uh, this Old Colonial Hymn it goes back almost to the colonial days is a hymn of thanksgiving to God's presence as the triune god father son and holy spirit and to this day it is sung as the anthem at the uh, at the academy of the, of the navy in Annapolis Maryland a hymn of tribute to God the father son and holy spirit mm-hmm. Uh, I think, Gary, this hymn gives substance to one of my favorite quotes from one of my friends who is a military veteran. He says, God is large and in charge. That's
0: true. (laughs) That is very true.
1: Jesus' last words to his disciples in uh, St. Matthew's Gospel describes their travels after he ascended to reign with Heavenly Father and then sent the Holy Spirit there for us. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Once again, the triune God is present with us, not so much in a classroom, but as we travel and teach. So the final verse gives us a traveling prayer. O Trinity of love and power, our people's shield in dangers our, from rock and tempest, fire and foe, protect them where so where they go. Thus evermore shall rise to thee, glad praise from air and land and sea. It's amazing. This hymn uh, is so much a hymn of tribute to God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it's a military anthem.
0: It's a hymn that I'm well familiar with that we we play here on the station. And um, I think it would be a great hymn to
1: sing uh, on Sunday, or maybe even a great sermon Uh, or the beginning of one. That may very well be the case this Sunday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Kind of
1: like a little hint there, huh? Right. This gives a little (laughs) foretaste of the feast to come. Yeah. All right. Let's do the praying now. Okay. Uh, Lord, we thank you for your presence among us as the Holy Trinity. Teach us uh, from this great hymn that this means that you are also present to save us as we travel through sea, land, and air. For we pray in the name of the Holy God, who is always present as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Amen. What are we talking about next week?
1: Well, next week we're going to begin a series of readings from the New Testament letter to the Galatians. And uh, so I thought I'd uh, find something that would uh, tie us together with this reading for next week from Galatians chapter 3. This reading includes one of my very favorite Bible verses. If you've ever gone into my office at the church, you'll see this great big banner on the wall. And it reads, verse 26, Galatians 3, For in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. That's one of my favorite verses. It sounds like something I need to preach on, don't you think?
0: Yeah, sounds like a plan.
1: And we'll do that next week. So we're going to look at the hymn tied to that is, uh, In Christ There Is No East or West. Okay. And so that's the
0: plan for next week. Great. Well, thanks. I look forward to it. And thank you for being on the program today. We are the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at KFUO.org.